0: So, the uh, Buddha, in talking in Satipatthana teachings, which occur in various places, there's a whole book of them in the connected discourses. And he seems to be the source of how the more well known suttas were created based upon this more um, collage. Of other talks and the Buddha gave. But one constant refrain that occurs through them is cultivates sati internally, externally, both together. <coughs> or, bahida, ajata bahida is a Pali phrase. This can also mean, simply speaking, here and there, and together. So, what does this really mean? In terms of direct experience, we might notice, so in terms of the body, there are things that impinge upon the body externally, such as uh, tactile contact. Heat and so forth. Things touch the skin. Or the heat, for example, you're in a hot place or a wet place. Atmospheres affect the body. This is based on external contact. Internal would be senses such as feeling ill, feeling stressed, being tired unbalanced, mm. nervous. So more or more associated with internal qualities, tension, relaxation, a mm. lot of energy, little energy, mm. unbalanced, your know, you know, this kind of thing, internal qualities. Mm. Yeah. So these actually internal qualities are probably we would say more crucial because these are something that, uh, with uh, really affect um, deeply. You can't you can move away from the tactile contact. You can't move away from Ill, Ill health. You can't move away from feeling tense or stagnant. So these stay with you wherever you go. And also these internal qualities are very much more um, accessible and manageable through um, direct um, jitta practice, direct practice of a heart, direct practice of mindfulness, direct practice of meditation skills. But external qualities are not relevant. <coughs> because all the time we walk through areas, we are impacted and naturally some of these external phenomena can give rise, rise. to internal phenomena. So we feel a sense of uh, painful impressions, touching the skin, we feel internally agitated, and tense and defensive. Probably more crucial when we come to feeling, which is the second Satipatthana, Feeling is something that's shared through the body and the mind. Yeah. Or chitta feels, the body feels. Feeling in this case means just the quality of agreeable or disagreeable. Yeah. So we can notice what is a feeling. It doesn't mean emotion, emotion uh, arises from feeling. Uh, it's a sense of something, is it appreciated or rejected? Something one wants to linger in, something wants to brush off and get past. Uh, mm-hmm. And what happens with these is a movement of energy. The yeah. pleasant feeling energy moves towards it. Uh, it's unpleasant feeling energy moves away from it. And you feel yourself something recoils. Or something searches for more. So there's this shift, and then based upon that movement, it's a condition for action. So, feeling is the primary source of karma. Disagreeable, one responds to that with uh, aversion, defense, uh, avoidance, fear, set up this heart inclinations established on feeling. And feeling is of uh, two two bases: physical, bodily, and internal bodily. <coughs> One, one's body feels ill, sick, depleted, uh, tense, or something like that, and uh, that sets up an in inclination towards agitation or despair or yeah. anxiety, and so it sets up that those moods, those inclinations and uh, yeah. well, this is just motivation start to occur based upon a feeling well, if you look at this, you get the message of this in the long term you can see that really huge amount of one's life is spent being pushed by feeling. and uh, how reliable is that and if we consider that unpleasant feeling is the basis for various kinds of negative formations such as um, aversion or aggression, we fight back, or despair, our willpower fails us, we feel despondent, or anxiety, I'm trapped, I don't know what to do, I can't help myself, chitta fails, chitta falls apart. It's pretty bad isn't it? is not is it possible to live a life without unpleasant feeling? No. <laughs> Is uh, that somebody's fault? You, you know, you could say, right now, it's because of what she did or said. But in general, it, it's part of the, what happens, isn't it? You know, not everything can please me constantly. <laughs> you know, if we look physically, it gets uncomfortable. Bodies get uncomfortable. It's nobody's fault. It's just that's what they do. Are we going to feel tense, nervous, worried, anxious? Because of that, we can set up unskillful mind states. that Go nowhere useful, generate suffering. Is there an alternative? Well, in terms of Satipatthana, that's the point, there is an alternative, which is, this is a feeling. Don't react to it. Don't dismiss it. Don't react to it. This is a feeling. Let's investigate that maybe it's something that could be easily allayed or something one just has to bear with and develop skillful qualities such as patience equanimity and then then in that case unpleasant feeling which is bound to happen can give rise to really powerfully useful mind states, or parami, patience, uh, renunciation, past equanimity, wisdom, it's this way, causes us to be wise, because if we're not wise about feeling, we're really like a car with no steering, <coughs> feeling steers you, <coughs> so you have to be wise about it, because it's going to happen, And to be wise about it doesn't mean an immediate, you know, all feeling must be accepted or born with. No, it means we must be wise about feeling. And, you know, in terms of body, so if you're sitting, it's getting really uncomfortable, what's the point in which you say, no, this is not something that uh, will cause damage if I continue to maintain this position? Or is it just something that okay, well, you know, it's a bit stiff or a bit tense, but I mean, I can just lift my attention from that widen my awareness, sense of soothing qualities, practice, loving kindness and patience and then, you know, maybe, maybe that itself will have an effect and the certain qualities of meditation you can come to the entering and abiding where the chitta is not being contacted by feeling, by physical feeling but so, there's wisdom around what is possible, what is manageable at this particular time. <coughs> Recognise, well you don't have to get it right the first time because just wait a few more minutes, there'll be some more feeling coming along, if you didn't get that one right, there'll be another unpleasant one happening pretty soon, try that one. <laughs> if that didn't work, no, don't worry, you've got another hundred today, at least, <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> Some it's not acute, is it? It's just, you know. but when you have to sit still, then oh, suddenly the body itself is not very comfortable. It only gets comfortable by shifting and moving. Sit so still, and suddenly, oh, this is definitely a condition that feels a lot, and not much of it is really that agreeable. <laughs> so you get wise about that. And more, more, less surprised, you know, less... OK, just feeling. Here we are again. <laughs> what to do with this one? <coughs> yeah. But probably even more significant is mental feeling. You may think bodily feeling is the big thing, because it's very coarse and obvious mental feeling is much more powerful, there's much more um, room, much more potential for agree- agreeable and disagreeable mental feeling. Mm. Actually, to, to look at the topic more uh, precisely, the mental feeling is based upon, um, purely mental feeling is based upon a perception perception means something like a meaning yeah. so we can find ourselves feeling unpleasant feeling based upon the colour of the wall I don't like that colour I find it sharp or abrasive or sickly that's yeah, a perception we interpret a colour yeah, that's an obvious one we interpret a flavour. it's disgusting. it's lovely. Do you have a feet you have a perception of durian. Some people love it, some people find it revolting. <laughs> the world is divided around durian. <laughs> and even if you like it, after you eat about five of them, you don't want to eat any more, that's enough. <laughs> what happened? Taste was the same. Taste is the same. One, two, perception, and the sense of it changes. Notice how slippery and how conditioned mental feeling is. Yeah. So you see someone, for f- your old friend for the first time, is, oh, Sons, I haven't seen you for years, happy feeling. Stay with them a few days, I'll oh, it's him again. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. just, <laughs> of course, um, people's behaviour find that offensive or ridiculous, or I can't understand what you're doing, feel confused, feel offended, um, don't understand me, yeah, and, uh, unpleasant feeling. Yeah, and then really quite subtle things. But subtle things, I don't really feel I'm being respected here. What's that? How do you interpret that? We have certain values we feel should be upheld. But maybe does everybody share those? What we think is fair or polite and can change from culture to culture, person to person. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be, and so sometimes it certainly my experience as being with um, you know some some senior monks very don't they don't they look quite impassive you know face is quite still don't say very much you, you sort of offer something what's that is that good or bad confused not getting that response of people being excited or happy yeah. and then, uh, you know, say a few things don't sometimes don't even look at you and then you find out they're actually suffusing you with loving kindness <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite normal, you know, because you you're looking at a face, or you're looking at some physical gesture. You know, What's happening for this person? And they're just kind of dwelling straight from the heart, a sense of openness and warmth and calming. Feeling they're giving you some calm. They see this person looks quite agitated. They give you some calm. As they're doing. You think he doesn't notice me? He does notice you. But actually, you're looking at the wrong thing. So you get all kinds of misunderstandings. Rise on so how, how accurate is it what we how we interpret other people's behaviors can be a very strong condition for for a feeling disagreeable feeling and agitation and mind states come up I mean I 'm not good enough people don't like me I'm the one is left out um, what should I do to treat people like me perhaps I 'm just a really offensive person mm-hmm kinds of mind starts start spinning wait a minute just get back to it underneath all that unpleasant feeling yeah. in the mind this is where it gets interesting because we see feeling can be stimulated externally by other people's behaviour then internally, I don't, you know, I feel bad about myself. I'm not a good person, so you get this or I'm a person who doesn't fit in here. I'm the one who's left behind. I'm the inadequate person. So you get strong based on a mental state. You get disagreeable feelings, and the mind believes in that feeling, acts upon that feeling. Yeah. <coughs> This is where it gets very significant because <laughs> when you, like your chitta picks up and acts upon, it begins to create a sankara, And sankara is like a habitual pattern habitual pattern, a habitual psychological or emotional pattern. psychological emotional pattern. And this has already happened. Mm. Yeah. So we you know based upon an unpleasant feeling that's become established. The chit was picked it up and unable to let it pass or release it the effect of that which has been affected by that is una- unable to release that feeling which actually feeling is guess what impermanence mm-hmm. flies through but the chitta has trapped it held it and established it as Perception, meaning, and a sankara. Each particular psychological and emotional pattern that begins to define who you are. Let's take an example, you know. Say you were, you know, somebody who was a small boy at school and he had a stammer, speech impediment. that's how the kids would put make fun of him, laugh at him, bully him and so forth so that's very unfortunate so established, that established a strong pattern of, of both fear of bigger people and resentment and anger quite established because that feeling of had been able to clear it so there's always, tends to be aggressive um, hot headed particularly towards anybody who felt was had authority over it. Well, whatever they were doing and the point is that once that pattern gets established the jitter interprets people's actions to fit the pattern is it? so if you pattern of feeling intimidated yeah. then you look around and you see something that reminds you of being intimidated Oh, he's looking at me. That means he doesn't like me. (laughs) You know, we interpret things in that way. And then I was trying to do something to get away from that. Say, well, how can I either shut him off or prove I'm better than him or make him like me or something like that? This is what starts happening, begins to affect one's behaviour so based upon feeling is third satipatthana citta is affected by feeling internally it feels compressed or hurt or shocked or deflated and it begins to manifest externally behaviour based upon that and nobody really knows why are you being so aggressive? Why are you being so? You know, why are you being so nervous and frightened of me? Because the pattern has been established, and then these patterns get complicated. Because in terms of behaviour, often the pattern is to try to uh, deal with what one's feeling in the emotion one's feeling internally. So if I'm feeling nervous or worried, I might try to do a lot of things to make myself feel that I'm doing enough. You get people who do a lot, of, a lot of work and so forth, just to try to get over the feeling of not being good enough. Doesn't mean everybody does that, but that's, that's the kind of thing that can happen. Or we avoid people because we feel judged by everybody else. So we avoid being with people because we feel judged by other people. Maybe some do, maybe some don't. But you (laughs) you look at the internal conviction and the pattern, then you realize well, there's karma there. Mm. And if we review that, and these are the actions that come from that, always have an unskillful quality to them. And so when we, uh, putting it very briefly and and simplistically, particularly in meditation you often come up against these habitual patterns because now the circumstances have kind of become rather kind of neutral, there is nothing particularly exciting today, nothing particularly you have to accomplish in in many ordinary senses. There's nobody you have to do anything with, you know, you don't have to make friends with anybody or agree with anybody or disagree with anybody, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> we decided just to minimize contact so you can look more thoroughly and deeply at the fundamental patterning that's happening when the circumstances become neutral or inconsequential. So suddenly you feel. Not of pressure. Uh-huh. Suddenly, I feel I've got to, I've got to achieve something. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Suddenly, I feel like I'm, you know, like I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Who said that? I are other people looking down on me. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Mm-hmm. Or oh, she doesn't like me because she looked away when I looked at her. She It proves she doesn't like me. Well, there's all kinds of ways you can interpret behavior. And this is, when you look at this, I think this is an ideal situation because the behavior is so minimal, such minimal interaction. yeah my goodness, something, the world is being created by my chitta. You know. To see how much of your world is being created internally and then projected externally. And that's quite um, oh my goodness. So that we can try to explain or understand it or deal with it, but let notice it's like that. And it's not this is karma, this is not a person. One of the really important refrains in the Satipatthana well, the long refrain is the absence of the word I or he or she Yes, there is, there is, there is, there is And so, this is feeling, this is Sankaras, these are mental formations, patterns Everybody has them Nothing particularly special about you. So lift, review. As you hold that steady on that frame of reference, you can find first of all you don't like that. You feel ashamed of it. You feel frustrated by it. You begin to recognize this is stupid. This is Silly! This is, you know, I want to be like this. Well, yeah, but that doesn't do it. <laughs> Just not liking it doesn't change it. That gives you more, more feeling, more complicated. So you to start it's like this, and that such a simple statement. It's actually not always that easy to do because it certainly feels like me. (laughs) But okay, sort of lifting. So, how what helps to get that sense? Well, we begin to recognize this particular uh, movement in it. It moves. It jumps. It moves. It keeps going. It feels. It feels pleasant, unpleasant, if it was urgent, it's got a speed to it, a velocity to it, so you study it. What is that? And this, by not adding I am to it, and by not reacting to it, we begin to remove the conditions that keep it going. Remember, what was the root condition? establish this you look at the root condition established this unpleasant feeling that the jitta wasn't able to release, it got stuck perhaps it was happening many times, it got stuck well that's a source of some compassion isn't it? everybody gets this, really gets blamed Everybody gets betrayed, some you know, or let down. Yeah, it's not pleasant. I don't like it. I don't want it to happen again. But maybe it will. A feeling of distress in the heart. Compassion. Rather than trying to change the person, we review the stress and the pain, the discomfort in the heart and just apply openness and compassion and you remove by that you remove the relationship of grasping so the root condition can be seen as feeling Mm -hmm. but actually no condition occurs, singly. This is the nature of Buddhist understanding, you can review it, you can bear it in mind. All conditions arise through mutual arising of various factors. Yeah. And so here, again, rather simply, there's a feeling and there's a grasp at it. This grasp is not a conscious decision. It's like, it's a reflex just like something hits your body your body you recoils you know, decide to it, does it same with the chip and because it gets stuck because it gets stuck and the nature of that grasping around unpleasant feeling because you think, who would want to grasp unpleasant feeling? pleasant feeling, yes, but not unpleasant feeling well it's, it's a grasp that's able to defend not to defend, to close it down, to not have to be with it. So this is a grasping. It's like a clenching around a feeling, to to not to not have it. Because that locks it in. So that's why it sticks there, and based upon that stuck experience, these various, like um, you know, like say you have a thorn. Goes into your skin and it goes deeper, and gradually this abscess forms around it. It gets septic, Mm -hmm. similar to that. Whereas if it hit your finger or something and you pulled it out, no abscess. Still the pain would have been there, but you—it's been the cause has been removed. But when it's internalised, its formation of clinging to it occurs, then it starts to get septic and poisonous and these various poison toxic psychologies and emotions arise and get patterned in and whatever is internal, felt familiar becomes myself whatever is held grasped and internalised familiar becomes my and based upon that that's what I am yeah, I can do about it I'm like this and then grasp another layer of grasping at it grasping it as myself means we now lock it up as an identity and then we start to try to find ways to compensate for that external behaviours and try to get away from the sad sense of self occurs some of this is deeply deeply sad deeply sad of all creatures it's only human beings that kill themselves and by and large they don't do that because of physical feeling they do it because of mental feeling You cannot get away from this sense of being poisonous, poisoned, and sick. That's how bad it gets for some. So we really recognize just that whenever we get these personal forms start occurring, as they will and are occurring uh, self-estimation noticing the ones that seem habitual, patent, compulsive wherever I go, there I am again and so that's what you notice, there I am making mistakes again there I am not getting it right again there I am, the weak person in the group, there I am, the person who people dislike again. <laughs> yeah. Oh that's not that's a sankara that's a stuck, afflictive sankara. Uh, some of this is because of external contact uh has become internalized, considered, a tailed grasp formulated as myself now we can't really change the past, we can't change circumstances you know? we have very little say over circumstances and in a way that's what retreats are about and certainly that's what holy life is about you can't get out <laughs> you can't get away from yourself Undistracted means you've got to come to term you've got to meet it. Mm. And so then we, okay, the frame of reference, sati, this is feeling, this is chitta, this is the sankaras arising in the chitta, going unskillful direction. This is a, like an alarm signal. Mm. So we start to by first of all, by not adopting it as myself. Huh? This is a pattern, it's a habit, it's a voice, this is a mood, this is an emotion, yeah. But if it was mine, really mine, I would probably say enough of that. <laughs> but since I don't have control over it, it can't really be me and mine. Some it's pretty miserable. That. This is like you now. This is just a kind of disease, or oh, right, right. you know, suffering from a rash, or some illness. And then you so then you review it more from compassion. So this is the beginning then, to take away one level of clinging, which is the clinging to it as an identity. then you can go through dhamma Vijaya, investigation, you go penetrate that what actually happens? you get feeling, you get this rush, agitation and then start thinking this is where it's so helpful to have the body reference why I think all these satipatthana, the four of them, they all occur Or can be managed within the embodied domain. So, staying in your body, you can feel what happens in the bodily sense, or the internal bodily sense. Suddenly, I feel very agitated. I feel start getting twitchy and reactive, or I start getting flustered, or I find this sense of sinking in my belly, sinking down. or I feel my, my myself kind of getting quite heated or numb, closed down or a lot of nervous energy starts moving around Ooh, that's that so then actually then reviewing it and so along with compassion you can then use skillful bodily Sankara which is breathing So, there's is energetic formations. There can be negative energetic formations associated with unhelpful karma, unhelpful actions, unhelpful responses, responses that don't go to be useful. There are skillful ones, such as cultivating compassion and in patience, investigation, that's a skillful action. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Skillful karma so These are all, can be considered karmic formations or sankharas yeah, they are conditioned but some conditions lead to release the Skillful ones release the grip of the unskillful that's why they're skillful <laughs> you know it's kind of simple isn't it really so we, so the skillful skillful mental Sankara which is the Sankara of patience kindness resolution calming Good goodwill, inquiry, those are all mental or heart applications, so you cultivate that. We cultivate skillful bodily sankara. the skillful body sankara is breathing in, whole body, whole body, and breathing out, whole body breathing out. Because this sends this cool, steady energy through the system which is getting heated, or numb, or reactive it sends it through the whole energy system So we begin to remove the embodied basis of the Sankara Does this make sense to you? These sank kind cars on of an embodied basis. Yeah. If one is strained and tense, you get irritable. Not because you're a bad person, but just because strained and tense is a basis, basis for feeling for irritation to occur. If one is relaxed and comfortable, you don't get so irritated. Even if impingement is unpleasant because the system doesn't support irritation. Yeah. And so you look at it pragmatically. Is it possible every day that, to avoid anything being irritating? Yeah. I think it's very unlikely, really. Do you like traffic jams? Do you like those? Enjoy having a Enjoy yourself in a traffic jam? No, you don't like it, do you? And it could be a whole list of things. You're going, ch- you going to change the world or change internally so that the support for your will is removed. You become more autonomous. So, this is a pragmatic strategy. And of course, you know if we could whatever we can do externally, and we can try to work with that but you know it's a continual test and source of of discernment because of course, it's not just traffic jams that irritate, it's mostly other people but sometimes, most irritating people, people you live with. You get my sister, who annoys me because she, she's so messy and sloppy. She really annoys me because she's messy and sloppy. and she doesn't pay attention to herself. She doesn't look after herself. She's ill-groomed, messy, sloppy. She annoys me. There's my brother. You can't get a decent word of it. She's grumpy, grunts and he doesn't talk, doesn't hold conversations. conversation. My mother was always bullying me my dad who doesn't approve of me it's my boss who's always putting demands upon me there's my kids who don't do what I told them to do other people so let's have a world where there's no other people in it but you're, you're another so you're other people too we're all other people so we're going to change everybody into some neutral person? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so, how is it? You say, oh, that's her karmic formation is occurring. That's what she, that's her karmic that's formation. That's my father's, that's his he mm. uh-huh. That's her uh, That's the way she is. That's and you know, I, do I enjoy it? No, particularly, but do I have to? In and be trapped by it. So that something external have to get internalized. I mean this is not so easy, is it? Since we do search for love and harmony and goodwill for other people, and say so that you're open to that and you get somebody grunting at you <laughs> or dismissive or Oh, she she missed the point, you know. Oh, well. mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, so in sense of just recognising let's go not expect too much. Yeah. Um poise. You know, um, you know chitta's like a mouse. It takes everything. You <clears throat> like an open mouth. So you've got to be careful what you put in here. Just kind of swallows it. So, some things, you know, this. So, you, first of all, you, your mouth should have lips on it. So you, wait a minute, keep your mouth shut. Maybe just open the lip a little bit. <laughs> first of all, take a nibble of that, it's okay. Some things you just get through with your lips. That's enough. <laughs> no further. I get the flavour. <laughs> Don't take it any further. Uh-huh. She's in a bad mood. Oh, it's not working for me. Okay, leave it there. <laughs> Rather than, oh, she thinks she is after all the work I've done. Try and fix her, change her. is wrong. Everybody knows she's wrong. She's doing her life. Maybe just swallowed the whole thing. just keep it out, just keep it see and just see what's the, op- what's the possibility, what's the opportunity you say, just touch it, it's just in your lips and you listen, is there a possibility here for a response that will reach or not? if not, I have to practice equanimity but at least I'm not taking in something that's going to be offensive or poisonous and instead when I don't take that in the nature of jitta actually is loving it's this quality of it's harmful. it's not Exciting is just naturally a warm, embracing process. Sometimes, you know, in this life, sometimes we just have to say, you can only go so far, that I will not lose heart, I will not lose my warmth. If that means I have to be patient or compassionate or economist, I will not lose heart. So that warmth stays with you. Because it's not dependent upon whether other people like you or dislike you, whether they behave the way you want them to, whether they're in disgrace. And it's not dependent on that. If it's dependent on that, you're in trouble. It has to be dependent upon knowing, sensing the nature of chitta. This loving nature has to be carefully respected because you know, the tendency is you want other people to fit into that. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes it happens for a while, karma meets as a meeting place, it's beautiful, and then maybe it changes. You know, nature of world, nature and feeling but this is the feeling that's not based upon worldly conditions The world is quite clear so you feelings associated with sense consciousness sense objects and your feelings not associated with sense objects uh, most productive is the feeling of associated with sense objects feeling happiness is associated with balance integrity steadiness wisdom composure Mm -hmm. and that's going to last a long time it feeds the heart it feeds the heart so again we have an occasion such as this After the heart is depleted, saddened, or challenged by circumstances, it's time to give you some good food. And then it becomes strong and able to uh, moderate how we respond to circumstances and even how we see things. Someone whose heart is full doesn't really see things to complain about. It's, it's, it's not got a fault finding mind and it sees things that to feel compassionate about or to be concerned about but it doesn't get irritable and complaining and this is good for oneself and good for others so briefly Summary on up, summarising it, we come to in within the body, and within the mind. First of all, just to acknowledge the nature of the felt experience. These are not just thought; they they move us. They move us in the heart. We feel aroused, disappointed, challenged blocked, encouraged, eager. Yeah, that's part movements. They feel something. They feel pleasant and unpleasant yeah. and sometimes even unpleasant feeling is just the process of having to do some work or meet difficult things but actually it bears good fruit so you be wise about feeling see the causes and conditions for it feeling based upon the body mm. and if you're Cultivating samatha, this is a great opportunity to build up the basis of agreeable feeling that will nourish the heart. But in any case, we try trying to establish and keep reminding ourselves of skillful states which are conducive to bright feeling, devotion, compassion, equanimity, integrity, sensitivity, respect. And they will also strengthen the mission heart yeah. uh, and this helps to change the way one's mind works a firm, firm, firm foundation for patterns that you feel encouraged by rather than patterns that challenge you Sankaras, and motivations and behaviours yeah. that give you a sense of self-respect and worth rather than those that make you feel Disappointed, let yourself down. So, this is what we could learn. And this is very intimate and moment at a time. So, keep your attention bright and focused.